Keyshawn, J. Will, and Zubin, the podcast. ESPN does love the countdown clock. If you've ever watched anything on our network, so I should mention to you, Key, this is up right up your alley. Yes. Keyshawn, J. Will, Zubin. We're presented by Progressive Insurance, Shell Pennzoil Performance Lines. For all of our guests, including NFL insider Dan Graziano, who's got some great tidbits on Cam Newton and Tua and Von Miller, all coming in just a moment. The countdown clock would now say on NFL Live, which you appear, or NFL Countdown, whatever it is, 37 hours, 20 minutes, and we are too fast for the second, so the second's just got to keep rolling. 37 hours, 20 minutes until the Chiefs and the Texans kick Ooh, off the 2020 man. NFL season. That's going to be fun. Gosh, that's, oh, how many? 16,000 is there? 17,000 will be there, about 22% of their attendance. Man, Bart Scott did say it correctly when he was on the show. It does feel like a holiday is coming September 10th. He was with us on a holiday Labor Day. Bart Scott, the 11-year NFL vet, was here Monday. The guys are taking a little bit of time off to get ramped up to get ready for football. It is a great day on for I mean, Tomorrow is my birthday. We got football oh, starting. Happy early birthday. You know, as long as I get by the first morning part with Keyshawn, I'm having a great <laughs> day. You going to make it on uh, Friday? I'm, I may not. Okay. Well, then that means you had a good birthday because if you make it on Friday, then you didn't have a good birthday. I'm telling everybody right now, Keyshawn's going to have to carry me on Friday. I'm, I'll, I'll be able to do it. Don't worry. All right. All right, we're ready to go. Let's talk a little NFL. Dan Graziano will carry us for the next few minutes. He's our ESPN NFL insider. He joins us this morning. There's so much to get to as we're on the eve of the season. Dan, first things first, shocking news out of Denver yesterday with this Von Miller injury to his tendon. Might keep him out for the rest of the year. That's the word. What's the reaction and what more can you add? Well, they're just stunned, obviously. I mean, Von Miller's been so reliable for them as, as barely ever missed a game. And Obviously, such a key part of what they do. They believed they're getting Bradley Chubb back. The pass rush would be a huge aspect of their season. They have high hopes. They have a young quarterback. And when you have a young quarterback in Drew Locke, you're trying to build around him. One of the things they thought they could offer him, and they still think they could offer him, is a great and dominant defense as part of his support system. Obviously, that takes a major, major hit when you lose a player like Von Miller. He's one of those guys... You know, I was talking to the Chargers last week about Derwin James. They say, how do you replace Derwin James? You can't replace Derwin James. You have to mix and match and find ways to do it other than just plug one guy in there. Von Miller fits that description as well. Uh, and obviously just a, a devastating thing to happen for the Broncos just a couple of days before the season starts. Look at that, 106 sacks. He's been in the league nine years. He's already top 25 all-time in sacks, a Super Bowl MVP. I mean, a resume like just about any, as good as just about anybody going in the league right now. So it's really impossible to overstate the significance of a loss like this. Dan, you are covering this weekend a huge AFC East matchup between the Pats and the Dolphins. What are you hearing out of Patriot land about Cam Newton and the work that he's putting in? Everything sounds great. I mean, you haven't heard one negative thing. Honestly, it's to the point where, you know, the skeptic in me starts to wonder, like, what, who are they trying to convince, right? But we'll, we'll see, obviously, with our own eyes. And I think, you know, it's exciting for people to have Cam Newton around. I mean, it's the kind of player, you know, he's the same, same draft year as Von Miller, so nine years in the league. And there are players on that team that grew up watching him, right? So he's an exciting guy to have around. And, 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 and obviously, so was Tom Brady, but this is different. Uh, I think he's brought an energy. He brings a lot of energy to a room. He's a, a dominant personality, and, and I think obviously he's not afraid to be himself, and I'm sure he hasn't tamped that down too much just because he's in New England. So uh, I, I think it'll be exciting to see what Josh McDaniels comes up with. I think the important thing for people to remember, 
In a normal year, Bill Belichick talks about September as an extension of the preseason, like using those first three or four regular season games to still figure out what kind of a team you have. That's going to be more true than ever this year without a preseason. So it'll be a Patriots team that's putting things together around Cam Newton, uh, around whatever they're going to do in terms of a new style of offense based on his abilities. And I think we'll see the evolution of it. But they're going into it with a very, very positive frame of mind. Dan, what's your reaction to DeAndre Hopkins and his massive extension, uh, people comparing that to quarterbacks, as well as some other extensions around the league this week? Yeah, I mean, Hopkins got a a monster number in terms of new money on on the back end of that deal. Two new years at $54 million plus. So, I mean, that's that's great for him. Uh, And from the Cardinals standpoint, you know, the contract that, that Houston gave him wasn't their concern. So they can look at it and say what was left on that contract plus the new money is $94.5 $94.5 million over five years, so they're still paying him under $19 million. So uh, he's now, even by that estimate, fourth highest paid wide receiver. So he's in that stratosphere with those guys, which is what he wanted. And that's the reason he's not in Houston anymore. He had three years left on his contract. He wanted a new deal. They didn't want to give him one. A- obviously, Arizona was willing to do it. And that is why they have him. So now we're watching, you know, because teams and players don't like to do these things during the season, with some exceptions, but for the most part. So a couple days left before the season starts, looking to see if something gets done with Alvin Kamara in New Orleans. As Adam Schefter reported yesterday, that sounds like it's close. Watching the Dalvin Cook situation in Minnesota. I think Kenny Galladay of the Lions probably gets an extension, another high-end wide receiver extension at some point this week. And then maybe some of the corners, like Jalen Ramsey with the Rams, Marshawn Lattimore in New Orleans. Saints have a few of these to do. So uh, I would say there's going to be some more news on this kind of stuff over the, over the coming days for sure. Dan, more great uh, testing numbers for COVID coming in from the NFL, but travel yeah. has not started quite yet. Uh, a lot will happen within the next week or so. What are we expecting? Well, I think what we're expecting is probably some alteration in the results because they're introducing new variables, right? You mentioned they go on the road. They're, they're mingling with another team on the field by virtue of playing against them. There's probably a higher level of contact than what we're seeing in, in practices. So the risk factors go up. And there are all kinds of rules. I mean, you could do a week's worth of shows where we study the rules that are in place for travel parties, right? What you can and can't do at the hotel, how you can and can't get to and from the hotel and the game, the procedures for arriving at the stadium, for leaving the stadium, all of this stuff has been spelled out. It's going to come down to how well people adhere to it. We remember the story we all laughed a couple weeks ago, the guy on the Seahawks that got kicked off for, uh, for trying to sneak a woman into his hotel. You're not allowed to have visitors in the hotel on the road. And that's, that's a real thing that they're going, to, they're going to enforce, as the Seahawks showed. So every coach I talk to is preaching to their players, hey, one stupid mistake by one guy can bring down not just the whole team, but maybe the whole season for the league. So we'll, we'll see how well they stick to it. So far, so good for a league that is able to financially afford an everyday testing program contact tracers that guys have to wear in the building so you can instantly isolate people who have symptoms or positive tests. I mean, it's, it's ideally like the whole world would be operating the way the NFL does, but obviously we can't all afford to have access to all those great things that they do. So, so far, so good, and, uh, and we'll see. There could be some hiccups, but um, 
the training camp, I think, went better than a lot of people would have expected. Mm-hmm. No doubt. Chemist Siverand, hopefully that Seahawks guy will be known for something else in his life other than sneaking that hopefully. into his hotel. Litmus test. One road team tomorrow. We know the Texans 13 on Sunday and then a couple Monday on ESPN. So we'll see how this drags out over the course of three days, Thursday, Sunday, and Monday. That is ESPN NFL insider Dan Graziano. Guys, we are, as I mentioned... 37 hours. Wait, though. What's that? He tried to sneak her into the hotel. He didn't even get her into the hotel and got cut. (laughs) Mm -hmm. (laughs) Sneaking. So many things to follow up that comment on that I will not say on radio right now. Essentially, I think Key is saying at least, uh, you know. (laughs) I know. That's why I didn't say it. Hey, man. Everybody knows where we want to go with this. (laughs) Like you got cut trying to sneak her in. Jeez. Let's just call it a rookie mistake. Yes. We'll talk more NFL with Ryan Clark at the bottom of the hour. He'll have the latest on what he thinks Ben Roethlisberger might do in his 17th NFL season, one of the most intriguing players in the league. Still to come on a day where the NBA's all-defensive team was announced. It was LeBron's defense that carried the Lakers. And wait until you see who he gave credit for for becoming the NBA's all-time playoff wins leader. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Zubin, the podcast. For the ones who get it done, Granger offers high-quality supplies and solutions for every industry, as well as access to product specialists who have the knowledge and experience to answer your toughest questions. Plus, their commitment to being your safety partner can help you keep your facility safe and your people safer. Call, click Granger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. A to Z and OKC. The Thunder need a new head coach. Billy Donovan, who when I last checked, finished third for the NBA's coach of the year. (laughs) Key is available, ready to go. He got four first place votes. Jay, he will not be returning according to Woj, the Bulls. The Pacers, the Sixers, the Pelicans all have openings. Yeah, Billy Donovan to find another job, rebuilding for OKC. I mean, similar to Dwayne Casey. No doubt. Uh, last, you know, one of the head coaches for the Toronto Raptors, and he got fired too. Yep, and he got a job immediately with the Pistons, so maybe we'll see if that's the next step. Or for... mutually agreed. I'm sorry. Let me <laughs> get my wording agreed correct. To part ways, but we really know what happened there. He could also go back to the college ranks. He's a back-to-back NCAA champion at Florida, but the word is he wants to say in the association. To tennis, fourth-seeded Naomi Osaka advancing at the U.S. Open with a 6-3, 6-4 win over Shelby Rogers. Very emotional after the match. She has been dedicating Mm. her wins, her face mask, and images of Ahmaud Arbery, that gentleman that was killed in Georgia, and Trayvon Martin thanking... The families were thanking Naomi after the match for what she did. She got emotional talking to ESPN. Just an amazing moment to show how much sports can really do. We've got to keep it going, right? You yeah, can't you, lose you, the message. Exactly. Absolutely. The message will not be lost. And another great story at the U.S. Open, by the way, on a much lighter note, the amount of moms that are in the U.S. Open, mothers making it happen on the tennis court. And it's time for the progressive MLB snapshot. The slumping Yankees lost their fifth in a row Tuesday night, fell for the 15th time in 20 games, again oh. failing to get clutch hits, 2-1 loss to the Jays. After the game, their sullen manager Aaron Boone explaining how baseball is a game that's going to knock you back from time to time. 
this game, the season's going to humble you at some point, even in the best of seasons, even when you're going through, you know, an MVP like campaign, you know, this game will get you at some point, you're going to have days where it's, it's difficult and it's hard. We believe in the character in that room, not just the talent, but the character. And that, and that goes a long way in helping you kind of weather this storm and, and whether we'll be able to get out of this. AB is a Trojan, man. I feel bad for him because the Dodgers held their end of the bargain. It doesn't look like the Yankees are going to hold their end of the bargain. Well, here's why. The Dodgers are 31-12. and 12. They're in first in the National League. The Yankees are 21-21. and 21. They are barely scraping onto the eighth playoff spot. Remember, guys, this year, 16 teams in the playoffs, so eight would be the last seed. And the Orioles and the Tigers, last seen losing 100 games the last couple of years, are just a pace behind the Bronx Jeez. Bombers. Incredible. MLB Snapshot brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Drivers who save with Progressive save over $750 on average. What, if anything, at this stage of your career creates pressure for you? <laughs> Nothing. Dominate, one, two, three. Dominate. It doesn't come around often when you have a great team to compete for a championship. We build different, dog. We build different. Throws it up. Hammer time for LeBron James. We got a chance to do something special this year. Here for one goal and one goal only. And that's the winning championship. We're back. Keyshawn J. Will Zubin live from the Seaport District at Pier 17, brought to you by Chase. If you're watching on ESPN News this morning, Key was just loving seeing some of those LeBron highlights. They're doing really good. <laughs> he's man. different, man. No, he's really, 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 really good. That might like, be the understatement is, of the century. Some of the stuff is just crazy. He jumped the dunk right then. I'm like, I know he's 6'7, but did he just grow? Like, oh, did he just literally grow before our eyes? He's like 6'9. He's like 6'9", 255. I mean, more impressively, you see the way he blocked shots last <laughs> night? He had these four blocks. I mean, he, he in the beat third up, quarter. He had in four the third blocks quarter. in the third quarter. And you know what's so crazy about this? So when he, uh, two years ago, when there were, the rumors were, you know, I'm, I live in L.A., obviously, so the rumor mill was just rolling. You didn't want him, did you, at first? You didn't want him. On God, I didn't want him. I know, I, I I know a lot him. of Laker fans. That I didn't want him. I didn't want no do And that's my dude. I've been knowing Bronny since he was in junior high. Real talk. I did not want to touch him. And the reason is, is because of Kobe. Mm-hmm. I didn't want to have to deal inside. And I just was like, no, man, let him stay. Felt like a rental. I didn't want a rental. I wanted homegrown. Even though people argue, well, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar came from Milwaukee. I wasn't born then, so that doesn't count for me, right? At the end, if it didn't happen on my watch, it never <laughs> happened. But no, seriously, I didn't want it. Social I, media I, just, do it too. I enjoyed watching LeBron's greatness from afar, mm-hmm. right? I, it's fine, Miami, Cleveland, whatever. He could visit LA. He can start some businesses in LA. We'll take care of you. But once he became a Laker, the love changed. I gotta tell you too, the way he handled. Kobe Bryant mm-hmm. and everything after his passing. But even before his before passing. Before that, it was always, but you know, the one thing that you always appreciate about Bron, and, and look, man, like everything, they're ups and downs. Like I've also have said multiple times, I, I think he's the most gifted player I've ever seen. I know me with Michael Jordan fans, regardless of whatever you think the right answer on that or not. The way he carries himself, like the way he endears himself to people, to Laker fans by being humble key and just – the way he answered the question last night, we just want to make every Laker proud. Yeah, he 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 got it. He gets it. not 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 
gets, he got exactly what he needed to do when he arrived in L.A. I mean, he's always visited L.A., been there, all those sort of things. But when he became a Laker putting on the purple and gold, Mm -hmm. it just, it was different. It was like, okay, now I can't say some of the words I want to say, but we mess with him, fill in the blank, sure. right? You know, you get that we mess with him. That's our dude now. Like, it's like you say anything wrong about LeBron, we coming to get you. Yeah. But, you know, when he was in Cleveland and Miami, I'll say whatever y'all want to say about him. Yeah, speaking, but now he's a Lakers, he mm-hmm. don't say anything bad about him. Now I want to get your thoughts on this. Speaking of getting it, LeBron last night with the win became the NBA's all-time leader in postseason victories. Again, that's nothing, that, that is nothing short of amazing considering all the guys that have played in this league from Russell to Kareem to Michael to, Kobe, to everybody else. But after the game, instead of essentially saying, look, I probably was the, uh, the major reason that happened on every team I've played in, <laughs> he did what he normally does. This year he led the NBA in assists, and he dished an assist to all the dudes he's ever played with. It says that I've played with a lot of great teams. Um, it says that I've played with a lot of great teammates um, and some great coaches. You know, either in Cleveland, in Miami, and now here in Los Angeles. You don't get those wins without your teammates. So, And the coaching staff that prepares and do all the preparation that's behind the scenes, the video coordinators, the, uh, the guys who help rebound the basketballs for us, um, the assistant coaches, the, the trainers, the athletic staff, um, so on and so on. So um, it doesn't happen without the supporting cast. And um, it's why I'm able to sit here um, with this achievement. But it's all about the, the three organizations I've been with, the Cavs, the Heat, and now the Lakers, because without them I wouldn't be in this position. And it's, and it's true. Stars – Stars understand what is important and what got them to their greatness. You know, yes, we we as players tend to talk about ourselves and have fun, tongue-in-cheek with reporters and stuff like that. But mm-hmm. when you have moments like that, he's no damn fool. He knows <laughs> his players, his teammates, or the reasons the W's are on there. Yes, he's carrying them, but they're also contributing. They have to finish when he dishes to them those assists. They have to finish the dunks. They have to help him win those 162 postseason games. He didn't win 162 by himself. No. There's games that he lost in the postseason, but his teammates helped him win because of their shots. His biggest win ever probably came in a Kyrie shot. So, of course, he's going to give love to the organizations and the teams as he should. Or a Ray Allen shot. That's or the Ray Allen, Allen shot. Or Ray Allen shot. But, I mean, same with Steve Kerr, John Paxson from Michael Jordan to a sure. degree. Like, they're – you, you, you have to think Can't about You can't do this. it all by yourself. You, you, you put the whole journey into context. If LeBron never gets drafted by Cleveland and goes through those struggles, then you wonder if he ever takes that step to learn by going to Miami and being around that organization and Pat Riley and elevating his game. Chris Bosh was quoted the other day saying, that second year mm-hmm. in Miami, I don't know what LeBron was on. He was different. Mm. And he was different his first year there, but Chris Bosh was like, he was in a different stratosphere in year two. He just ascended to this godly-like manner. And if you don't go through those learning opportunities, those experiences, man, it, it takes a whole journey. So a journey. So him giving an appreciation definitely you, shows that he has insight to the context of how he got there. Much like Jay say, though, you go to Miami, you are around a winning culture, right? You are around Pat Riley. You're around people within that organization, Bob McAdoo or whoever else is around, mm-hmm. that understands what it takes to be great, what it understands what it's like to win at a high level. Now, you got to remember, LeBron only won prior to that at the high school level. Right. It, I mean, he went to a championship in the NBA, but he didn't win it. He, got, he, he had to sit in the stands 
and watch the confetti fall as he sat on the bench at the end of the game. Mm-hmm. It almost felt like going to Miami was like LeBron James, like going to college, playing for a Hall of mm. Fame coach. Like, you know, like Pat Riley, like that experience. Like, this is how you win on this level. And I give him the most credit. Going back to Cleveland, regardless of however you get it done, a Kyrie Irving shot does not matter. Right. And yeah. bringing one to that city, I know Keith's, Keith's like, yes, bring it to L.A. No, 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 no. I, I shook my hair because he's better than me. I wouldn't have been able to go mess with dude. But see, uh, Dan I, I, I don't think that's a lot just people, me. I, I, dang, I but Key, I don't that, think a lot of people me. give that credit though, because I don't think a lot a lot of guys wouldn't just go back home. That's what I'm saying. No, I guys not, wouldn't do that. I'll go back home, but based on the way I departed and the disrespect that I was given when I left. I can't. Y'all figure it out on your own. That's, that's I, just me. I, I don't like the way Dan Gilbert treated that, but that, I also would say I also would say though I think I think Bron and the whole crew they did learned it, a lot by the, the way they did it. So it's kind of like, hey, I, I give him a lot of credit. In the middle. Let's meet in the middle. Let's I give get him a lot done. of credit. It's Jay will. I give him a lot of credit. I'm just saying, for me personally, I can't help, dude. <laughs> I'm just. I'm with you. I can't help you. Remember what Dan Gilbert said. Disrespected me and my family. I can't help you win no damn championship. Right. And remember what he said about a championship. We'll win a championship before LeBron does. How did that end up working uh, out for Dan Gilbert? See, I just, I, but LeBron's better than me as far as that goes. One quick thing I want to just mention from a storyline perspective. We're going to talk NFL and the future of Ben Roethlisberger here in three minutes. Very intriguing as he enters his 17th Hmm. season coming off that Tommy John, if you will, for a quarterback. But tell me this from a Laker perspective. The year Kobe dies... The Lakers win the championship, and on the route, I know we talked about the journey earlier, on the route, LeBron's wearing purple and gold, passes Kobe on the all-time scoring list. In Philly, Kobe's adopted American hometown. Then he comes home and gives that amazing speech at the Staples Center before the first game back after Kobe's death, and they win the NBA championship to tie the Celtics for the most NBA championships of all time. Those two great rivals would each have 17 if the Lakers could do it. Could there be a better story linking those two guys than the Lakers winning the championship? And they take the parade down Kobe Bryant Boulevard, oh, that's, which goes wow. right, right to the stadium. Wow. I never I thought about that. It, yeah. Wow. Or, or, or you can think about the Clippers doing that. Kawhi Leonard. And Kawhi, I know, I know. I, know. I had to, I had to. You almost made to see me you sweat. curse I on to see this dude, man. Right. You almost got right. cursed sorry. out. That's on me. I'm sorry. We touch a point in anything. I'm just, I know. I just, <laughs> man. Kill him on social media for this. Get him. I'm opening up the doors. Still to come, we're going to talk about Ben Roethlisberger. Remember, just this offseason, he talked about his problems with alcohol. This is true, folks. He talked about his problems with pornography, and he talked about coming back from one of the biggest injuries of his career. What's he got left in the tank? Super Bowl champion from the Steelers, Ryan Clark, is here in two minutes. But first, let's go with SportsCenter. No, and that is going to be the ball game. And for the first time since 2014, the Miami Heat are going to the Eastern Conference Finals. They punched their ticket, the Heat did, on 790, the ticket. They're back in the conference finals for the first time. This seems apropos since we just talked about LeBron. For the first time since LeBron was there in 2014. Tonight, Raptors-Celtics, 630 Eastern ESPN. Big double dip on ESPN. Celtics win. They'll be in the conference finals for the 30th time in franchise history. It's the C's, man, from Russell all the way through Bird, McHale, and everybody else. Meanwhile, speaking of the Celtics, of course, our arch rival, the Lakers. We just talked about it, the big win over the Rockets to go up 2-1. Rockets are actually up three at the break, but the Lakers went on a big run to start the fourth, 21 
eight. Anthony Davis had himself a nice game the day he was named to the all-defensive team. So a lot of accolades the last couple for AD. In the West, the second part of the double dip on ESPN, Clippers Nuggets, 9 p.m. Eastern tonight. We'll see if Denver can get back on track. We'll see if they'll have Jokic. That's a big issue with them as well. He's got a sprained right wrist at the moment. And from the Denver Nuggets to the Denver Broncos, Von Miller. Expected to be out for the season. Big news, Adam Schefter broke yesterday. Injured his ankle at Tuesday's practice. It's a tendon injury. He's going to get a second opinion. But all signs indicate he will be done, likely, for the season. Since entering the league in 2011, nobody has more sacks than Von Miller's 106. Minus Miller, the Broncos will open their season Monday night on ESPN. Second game of the doubleheader. They will take on the Tennessee Titans. Up first in that doubleheader will be the Steelers and the Giants. We'll talk about Roethlisberger in just one second. Sports Center is brought to you by Goodyear. Movement is always driving us forward, whether it's on the track, on the court, or on the field. Every move we make, every road we choose to go down, and every single mile marker we pass leads us to find out just how far we can go. Goodyear, more Driven. It's great to have Ryan Clark join us this morning here on Keyshawn J. Will and Zuman. He joins us on the Shell Pennzoil Performance Line. We're presented by Progressive Insurance. Ryan, let's just start with your team, the Steelers. Ben played a couple games last year, then got hurt. It was Hodges and Rudolph. Now he's back. He says he wants to play multiple years. What are we looking for from your perspective from Ben starting Monday night? I think you're looking for the Ben that was able to win championships. Listen, when the Pittsburgh Steelers were extremely good, it was about defense. And it's back to defense right now. And if you listen to everything out of Pittsburgh during camp, Ben is in the best shape he has been in. You mentioned some of the things he had to talk about in this offseason and get off his chest or just clear his mind from. And so I think this will be the best Ben that we've seen in a long time. And listen, I know two years ago, he led the league in passing yards. That's not the type of Ben I'm talking about. I'm talking about a Ben that understands how to use his weapons, protect himself, and leads with the running game and a defense that can turn the ball over and stop people. That's the type of Ben Roethlisberger we've seen win championships, a smart Ben Roethlisberger, a Ben that can play great in situational football moments, and that's what we're going to get this year. I expect the Pittsburgh Steelers to be a playoff team. I expect the Pittsburgh Steelers to challenge the Baltimore Ravens for the AFC North Championship, and that's because of Ben Roethlisberger and what he can add to a team that went 8-8 with a dude named Duck playing quarterback. (laughs) Don't forget that. It's a dude named Duck that was playing quarterback who, by the way, Don't play quarterback in the league no more. That's where the Pittsburgh Steelers were last year. That's who was quarterbacking this team, and they were still an 8-18 because of a dominant defense. Now you add a two-time Super Bowl winning quarterback to that who got his mind right, the Pittsburgh Steelers are going to be a tough team to beat all throughout this season. Sound like you fired up about what Pittsburgh and Mike Tomlin are capable of (laughs) in the the AFC North. You mentioned the AFC North, though, but I'm going to ask you this one. Lamar Jackson – And the Baltimore Ravens, are they the Mm -hmm. best team right now in the AFC North? Yes, they are. Yes, they are. And and even if you're fired up about the Pittsburgh Steelers, you can't be fired up and stupid. That just gets you beat up. So, that you know, that's definitely uh, the best team. You look at Lamar Jackson, what he was able to do last year, uh, the type of impact he was able to have on the game with his legs, but still with his arm. And I think people forget to talk about how accurate he was in between the numbers, how great of a passing attack they had along with tight ends and slot, slot receivers and Keyshawn. You know, like games are won inside the numbers in today's football if you can do that the right way. And so uh, Lamar Jackson – Uh, The Baltimore Ravens, that running game, that defense, right now, to me, 
when you speak about the whole league, it's the Kansas City Chiefs and the Baltimore Ravens, and then you start to talk about other teams. And so it's going to be, how does Hollywood Brown play this year? He said he's bulked up. He seems to be healthy now. Can he stretch the field outside the numbers like we saw him do early on last season and give Lamar a reliable wide receiver outside the numbers? Because that's going to be the thing. We saw it against the L.A. Chargers in the playoffs two years ago. We saw it against the Tennessee Titans last year. They get into those moments. People stack the box. People packed inside the numbers with good slot corners and good safeties, and they have trouble. And so if they can extend this offense beyond where it was last year and this defense plays at the high level it did, which I expected to do, the Baltimore Ravens are going to be a team that we're going to look at toward the end of the season and say, okay, now what happens in the playoffs? Because they dominated in the regular season again. Who has the, the most dangerous, explosive offense? Is it Kansas City? Is it the New Orleans Saints and Michael Thomas? Is it the Dallas Cowboys and what they have? Who has that explosive offense? Mm. To me, if, if you go anywhere but Kansas City, you're trying to be too smart. I think you can you can pick apart some of these other offenses and see what they could do. Obviously, we expect C.D. Lamb to elevate what the Dallas Cowboys are. Uh, you look at what Kansas City has, though. One, you just start with Patrick Mahomes. And starting with Patrick Mahomes, you understand you have, at least to me, the best quarterback we've ever seen in this game. Not the greatest, but the best. He can do things that we haven't seen other people do. Uh, you go Tyreek Hill, then McCole Harmon, when you look at the speed of what this team can do. Obviously, Travis Kelsey, to me, their most experienced and reliable route runner. And now you add Clyde Edwards-Hilaire from LSU to the backfield, who played in an offense very similar to this and excelled, which is why he was the first running back drafted overall. And so this team, Andy Reid, what we've seen them do, what they paid Patrick Mahomes now for the next 10 years to do, I think we see that early and often on Thursday night against the Houston Texans, and we see it throughout the year as long as Patrick Mahomes is healthy. There are weapons all around this field, and there's a quarterback pulling the trigger that understands how to get them the ball in the best spots for them to get yards after catch, and we watch them run up and down the field all year. RC, one of those teams that you mentioned with an explosive offense was the Dallas Cowboys. If you were the Cowboys, how would you go about paying Dak Prescott? Listen, I think if you're the Cowboys, you've already messed it up. You had an opportunity when Ezekiel Elliott was in Cabo to take care of a Dak Prescott who didn't get that season, uh, you know, that we saw, who wasn't going to be in a situation where he was asking for $40 million, And you didn't get that done. And so now Dak Prescott understood where the market was supposed to go, where he was supposed to be if he was the next guy. What the Dallas Cowboys did was say, you know what, he ain't the next guy. And so when you see Patrick Mahomes' deal, when you see Deshaun Watson's deal, you hear some of the things that Jerry Jones is saying, that he believed that those two people would get those deals, but he has to worry about his team, his salary cap. He doesn't think that's Dak Prescott. So here's the problem they're going to have. Dak Prescott knows where his money should be. He's seen other people get those type of contracts. So the Dallas Cowboys are going to have to make a decision. Either we're going to try to franchise him again and then allow him to walk into free agency and get the money that he deserves or the money that he desires, or we are going to have to come to the table and pay Dak Prescott close to what Deshaun Watson has, more than what Russell Wilson has. And it's going to be hard for them to do that, but that's what the market dictates, and that's what happens when you wait and you pay your running back instead. Interesting. We'll see what happens. The Cowboys will open Sunday night, Sunday night football at the brand new SoFi Stadium. Five billion dollars with zero fans. That's 2020 in a nutshell for you. Ryan, we'll have you back all season, my man. Thank you so much. Have a good one, brother. Uh, you too. All right, RC.
Quick reminder, Keyshawn J. Will Zubin presented by Progressive Insurance. Drivers who save with Progressive save over $750 on average. Call or click today to find out if we could save you hundreds on your car insurance. Key, we haven't got your thoughts on DeAndre Hopkins, the latest dude to take a a walk outside and see a Brinks truck laying at his door. Mahomes did it. Watson did it. Bosa did it. Now it's Hopkins. Not nearly enough to the other guys, but Hopkins getting a two-year extension worth $54.5 million, $42.5 million guaranteed from the Arizona Cardinals. What are your thoughts on it? You know, this, the funny thing is you say the 42 and a half, you might as well just say the 54. They're not giving you 42 for you not to get the rest of the leftover balance. Mm. You're going to mm. get the other, you know, several million that's left on the table. It, he got what he's supposed to get. I mean, he's supposed to be in the top five receivers in the game in terms of economics. You know, there's that 18 to, I think, $21 million number that falls in there. Between 18 and 21, put me anywhere. If you put me at 20, that's because my ego's inflated and I just want to be at 20. Because there's no difference between the 18 and the 20 that the receivers are getting. The Michael Thomases, the Julio Joneses, the Amari Coopers, and now DeAndre Hopkins. But, I mean, hey, he got his money. He deserves every penny of it. I'm with him, and I, th- I think that gives a really big target to Kyle Murray right now. His contract comes off the books in 2024, right enough time for when Kyle Murray gets his potential big deal. So I think it, it's a win-win for everybody. They got to use him right, though. They got to use him right. Don't just be paying a dude out there and having him standing out like a cardboard cutout. What you is know, that? That, that goes don't back do to, that. That goes back to your coach now, Cliff, Kings, Cliff, Cliff Kingsbury. Got to use him. And, and, but you've been kind of critical on him. You don't think the system him. is going to work. No, the system works. You just can't that this that that air raid, I guess is what they call it, hasn't won or that style hasn't won in the National Football League long term. You might win five games, but you can go back to Steve Spurrier, you can go back to Chip Kelly, you can go back to the Houston uh what were they called? The, the Houston Orange the run and shoot. Miles Davis, they, they, yeah. don't, they don't win. You win some games, but at the end of the day, you're like the Houston Rockets. You're putting up a whole lot of points. And then you're going home. But wouldn't the counter-argument to that be that the NFL game has become a lot more like the college game? Again. Again. You got to have a defense. Okay. You got to run the ball. You can't drop back 55 times and run four. I hear you. are not going to win. Fair enough. You're right. The fun and gun with Spurrier, the blur with Chip Kelly, the run and shoot with the old Oilers. All pretty. All fancy. All cute. You're telling me what was, though. What is? What is? What is? Keep it current. Right? Keep it current. Still to come, it's our fun game, fill in the blank. Fill in the blank. Who's going to play in Super Bowl 55? Fill in the blank. Are the Yankees going to miss the playoffs? <sighs> fill in the blank. How many more finals appearances for LeBron? We'll talk about all of that on the way. Keyshawn, Jay Will, and Subin, the podcast. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day. But sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. Have you ridden an electric e-bike yet? You need to check out Electric e-bikes today. The number one selling e-bike in America. Two things stand out that bikers love about electric. Number one, the majority of their models come pre-assembled, so you don't need to be a bike savant to ride them. Number two, Electric wants to empower riders to spend more time exploring outside on their bikes, so they've made range a priority. Long-range batteries allow riders to hit typically around 65 miles of range or up to 150 miles on some models. Bonus! 
Electric has purposefully priced their bikes to be affordably awesome, so you don't have to break the bank to get these sweet rides. See why people who have made the switch to electric bikes have fallen in love with biking again by visiting electricebikes.com. That's L-E-C-T-R-I-C-E-B-I-K-S.com. It's time to fill in the blank on a bunch of really cool topics that include the Super Bowl, the Yankees, and LeBron James. That's coming in just 20 seconds. First, Keyshawn J. Will Zubin brought to you by Straight Talk Wireless. Straight Talk Wireless has the full-court cell phone coverage you need. Just 45 bucks a month gets you the unlimited plan with 25 gigs of high-speed data, then 2G for up to 50% less than the big carriers. Only at Walmart. Savings may vary. See terms and conditions at straighttalk.com. Gentlemen, let's fill in the blank with some of the biggest names, teams out there in sports. First up, blank and blank, fill in the blank on both, will play in Super Bowl 55 in Tampa. New Orleans, Kansas City. Boom. Yeah. Boom. That's for me. New Orleans finally gets over the hump after three straight years of heartache and pain, and then Kansas City goes back. Going Kansas City versus America's team. Ooh, Cowboys, Cowboys back in the Super Bowl. Cowboys back in the Super Bowl. Mike McCarthy gets it done first year on the team. Dak gets his really big deal, has a chance to face America's next team in the, the Kansas Chiefs. City Chiefs. That's intriguing. First of all, I just want to quickly mention for key, the football power index, the two best teams with the percentage chance to make it out of each conference, the Chiefs and the Saints. So That's the why I do this for a living, man. Yeah. I, I don't, Wait, need, no, go off the I don't need no power <laughs> index go, to tell me Way nothing. to go outside the box, sir, Keyshawn. <laughs> what you mean? I know this stuff. You, you just looked on your phone and you looked up I, Vegas I, eyes. I was not looking Come on my on, phone man. at no Vegas uh, eyes. Anybody that knows me know that I don't care about no Vegas eyes. I saw you, see you, Well, you know what I phone. was looking at, so stop. <laughs> It's too early and we're a family program. I wish you folks could be here during the commercial breaks. I really do. Uh, the Cowboys have not been to the Super Bowl in 25 years. Just want to mention. Yes, okay, I next. Thank you. <laughs> next up. Key will blank after watching Lakers Rockets game four. Smile. I'm smiling. Because he'll be on the brink of the conference finals. Yeah. Key, will, Key will take a sip of his tequila with his pinky up after yeah. the Lakers win. In game four against the Rockets. He's getting ready for the Clippers. He's, he's getting ready. He has to be in the right frame of mind for the Clippers in the Western Conference Finals, which, let's be honest, will be the NBA Finals. Okay, now we're radio speak. We're breaking out of the demo. Key and I are both in the 40-plus category. Jay is creeping there. Jay's birthday is tomorrow, so make sure you wish him a happy early birthday. Jay wants Key. I should probably go to Jay first, but Key, I think you'll have a more interesting answer here. <laughs> Jay wants fill in the blank for his birthday. Don't be nasty now. Jay wants some rest because mm, yeah. he, he works a lot, man. This dude is here all night, wake up, got to go home, come back. To, it's, it's, it's a lot. He wants to rest. I'm like James Brown out here, man, working like 30 or, different jobs. Or, <laughs> or yeah. It, all right, stop. <laughs> I, should I take that back? <laughs> I actually just want to watch the game Thursday night in peace. Okay. So I, I want to FaceTime Key so I can mess with him. Because I feel like we're getting No, Thursday night, the game, Houston-Kansas City. No, I'm talking about the NFL game Thursday night. That's the Houston-Kansas City? Oh, yeah, sorry, sorry. Yeah, is there a Houston-Kansas City basketball team? I said I'm sorry. FaceTiming me doing football is probably a bad thing. Why? Because I'm probably not going to answer. Mm, Okay. Because I'm going to probably be somewhere getting it in and watching the game and don't want to be bothered. Okay, I respect that. I'll be texting you. You can text me. I'll I'll send you texts. Yeah, the FaceTime might... 
eyes might be low. No, you anything. mean on text though. You're kind of a jerk on text sometimes. No, I'm not. I just tell the truth. <laughs> I've been on text with both. I think it's both. Uh, okay. Listen, ton of money has been handed out in the NFL. A ton lately. Fill in the blank. will be the next NFL superstar to get a new deal. Ooh. Next. A new deal. Next superstar to get a new deal? Yeah. The next big money contract essentially The next be. big money contract will be huge money will be that Prescott at next offseason. Same. Same. Because there'll be. Been- There'll be deals that'll be done here, but they won't be like superstar deals, I don't think. And I agree with Ryan Clark. I, I, I think the Cowboys missed an opportunity to get him at a lower cost. I think he would have taken that deal. But if they succeed, I know, I know, but you're saying if they win a Super Bowl, it's worth giving him that money. It's, All I'm saying, if you're thinking from a management perspective, long term, you could have locked him in for a lot less. Yeah, even but if he then does what, if productivity. You, what if you wasn't sold on him? Even though That's he's fair. performed at a certain level, you wasn't sold on him, so you didn't want to extend that large deal to him. You wanted him to kind of prove himself in your eyes. Even though in our eyes he's proved himself, he deserves the money. But in management eyes, they probably want to see how far he can go to the playoffs, and they're willing to give him – what a little bit of extra money that is to give him. If they 8, get, 10, if, 15, 20, 40, as Mike T said. If they get really far in the playoffs and say they don't get to the Super Bowl, does he does he still become maybe the second highest paid QB in the game? He yeah. has to be because in order for them to advance further than what they have, it has to be on him. He has to. They're not just going to run the ball and not throw with the tied in weapons that they have, the receivers that they went out and got in the draft, along with Amari Cooper. They're not just going to run the ball to Zeke all day. Yeah. They, they're going to throw the football, and he's going to be a reason that they advance. Man, what kind of late-night Cinemax mu- music is this on this? What's going on right now? <laughs> I will mention this? Mike T, our front office insider, Mike Tannenbaum. Kamara and the Saints are pretty close, but obviously he won't be getting quarterback money. Back to the NBA with the music. Jimmy Butler is the blank, some options here, Key, is the blank best player left in the playoffs. How many guys Ooh. better than Jimmy Butler right now? Three. LeBron? Kawhi and AD. Okay. Jay? That, that would make him the fourth best player left. <sighs> Jay, what do you got? Jason Tatum's right there on that verge. Mm. Jason Tatum's on that verge, but I would have to give the edge and experience to Jimmy Butler. I'll go, he, he's the third, yeah, he's... He's the fourth best player. Okay. Right now. We'll see Tatum tonight on ESPN 630 Eastern. Chris Paul will be playing for fill in the blank Lakers. next season. Okay. That was a quick one. Finally back with the Lakers where he should have been all along. Yeah. Take trip. a pay cut. Come on home, man. <laughs> what do you got? This is our last one, Jay. He, next season with the Lakers, I think in game, he'll be associated with the New York Knicks. Mm. The New York Knicks. Wow. Okay. I, think, I, I see CP3 having some kind of role in management. With the New York Knicks. I see him shooting down at Chelsea Piers all the time. He's always around here. I would love to see his DNA imprinted on the New York Knicks basketball. With the first-year head Lakers. coach, Tom Thibodeau, and a new front office. Down the line, New York Knicks. Down the line. Short-term Lakers, long-term yeah, Knicks. Yeah, I mean, I don't know if they can fit him in the cap situation or not, but take a pay cut, make it work, and just go beat the Lakers. That's fine. Still to come, more NBA chatter. Yes, the Bucks have been eliminated. Yes, everybody's down on them. But why does Milwaukee ownership think this was still a successful season? We'll talk about that at the top of the hour. Key strokes it in. Keyshawn, Jay Will, and Zubin, the podcast.